Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2376. Stop Crash Dieting, an enjoyable approach to sustainable weight loss by Regina Choza with tinybuddha.com, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Welcome back to another episode of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Stop Crash Dieting, an Enjoyable Approach to Sustainable Weight Loss by Regina Choza with tinybuddha.com. Quote, it is better to take many small steps in the right direction than to make a great leap forward only to stumble backward. Proverb. You wouldn't believe it now, but in my college days, I did my fair share of crash diets. The craziest was the one where I tried and failed to eat nothing but oranges for nine days. A family member of my roommates was a veterinarian, and after the good doctor lost 15 pounds on the same high-vitamin-C, high-fiber, no-nonsense diet, I decided to try it for myself. It was based on a specific number of daily oranges to keep your metabolism and energy levels up. Orange juice was off-limits, but I could season the slices with my favorite chili powder to mix it up a bit. I was off to a good start and enjoying the attention from friends who couldn't hide their disbelief or their laughter. My resolve crumbled after sundown on the third day. No longer hungry, I had eight oranges to plow through before calling it a night. Instead, I ran to the cafeteria for chicken salad and that was the end of the infamous orange diet. Crash dieting on oranges did nothing for my waistline, but it satisfied a deeper need. It was never about my weight or the way I looked. Crash dieting was fun. It broke the routine and more importantly, it was a distraction. My dad had just been diagnosed with an aggressive type of brain cancer and these food fixations kept my thoughts on something that I could control. Instead of worrying about survival rates, I obsessed over the genes I couldn't fit into anymore or how many hours I had to put in at the gym. For years, my weight yo-yoed stabilizing only after dad passed away. At that point, I was no longer binge eating to silence my anxiety or dieting to lose a few pounds before putting them on again. It took two years for the weight to come off, but it never returned. My relationship with food is still a work in progress, very much linked to my mental and emotional state of mind. Based on these experiences, I have opted for a more balanced approach to health and well-being. It's about being patient 
mindful of our impulses, and compassionate in our self-talk. The word diet has no place in my vocabulary. Rather, I take the middle road, eating almost anything in moderation. A few thoughts to consider include, one, is it hunger you're feeding or something else? Dieting is useless unless we deal with the emotional and psychological issues that lie beneath. Anxiety over my dad's illness fueled my crash diets and binge eating. Think about the need that's being filled. Are you bored, stressed, or just looking for love in a chocolate bar? Is there a healthier way to satisfy that need? Knowing yourself is the first step. This is where a healthy dose of introspection will come in handy. There is plenty of reading material on emotional eating. My favorite so far is Doreen Virtue's book, Constant Craving. Two, focus on maintenance instead of weight loss. The weight came off when I began eating as if I were already at my goal weight. That slice of chocolate cake was no longer the enemy. I could treat myself in moderation so long as I listened to my body and stopped when I was full. This approach enabled me to make peace with my appetite. It also made exercise fun again because I went to the gym when I wanted to. No guilt trips included. Pushing ourselves at the gym may be a popular option, but finding an activity that we genuinely enjoy makes staying fit so much easier. Whether it's kickboxing classes, jogging, or ballroom dancing, make sure you have fun and get those sessions in regularly. Three, educate, love, and accept yourself fully. Buddhist philosophy teaches that ignorance, attachment, and aversion are the three downfalls of human nature. All too often, we fall victim to the illusions of the mind, especially where loving and accepting our physical body are concerned. Taken to the extreme, wanting to lose weight because we dislike our current size can involve both attachment to an unattainable ideal and hatred of what it is. It's time we release the need to be perfect, love and accept ourselves for who we are, and make informed food and lifestyle choices. Four, follow the middle road. In my previous life as a crash dieter, my food choices were anything but moderate. Rich and creamy desserts may not have been my friends, but that didn't keep me away. Trying to avoid that chocolate cake only made it so much harder. Instead of avoiding certain foods because of their perceived sugar, fat, or carb contents, let's think about the big picture. No single food choice is responsible for our health and well-being. Rather, it's the combination of foods we eat and how they are processed that makes a difference over time. This is where we can use knowledge and patience to our advantage. Consulting with a qualified nutritionist or registered dietitian nutritionist to develop a healthy and satisfying nutrition plan that can last much longer than a simple New Year's resolution or a crash diet. And five, there's no time like the present. Start today. Don't put your new life off to a Monday, January 1st, or any other mental milestone. And remember, you are not sacrificing anything. Think of this approach as spicing up your meals with a dash of conscious moderation. You just listened to the post titled, Stop Crash Dieting, an Enjoyable Approach to Sustainable Weight Loss by Regina Choza with tinybuddha.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. 
loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to mention something about Regina's second suggestion. Focus on maintenance instead of weight loss. First of all, she's absolutely right. Body weight maintenance is a win. So even if our goal is to lose weight, if we're not gaining any weight and simply maintaining, that's still a win. Now, there was something else that I wanted to discuss. Regina said finding an activity that we genuinely enjoy makes staying fit so much easier, and I couldn't agree more. Growing up, I hated exercise. Now, my mom is a regular listener of this podcast, and she will agree with me. She had to drag me to soccer and baseball practices and games. I would have much rather stayed at home in front of the TV watching cartoons or playing video games. She dragged me to these practices and games for almost 10 years straight. It was a constant fight. So when I decided I was done and stopped playing organized sports, I thought that I just didn't like to be active, like it wasn't for me. Sports just weren't my thing. So I took a break, a long break, from any kind of structured exercise. But after I was diagnosed with a chronic disease and realized the value of moving my body, I started appreciating exercise more. I tried different things, swimming, tennis, yoga, skiing, weightlifting, boxing, surfing, boot camps, P90X, CrossFit, and on and on. And to my surprise, I found activities I actually liked. Swimming, weightlifting, skiing, boot camps, P90X, and CrossFit are some of my favorites still to this day. Ask my younger self and my mom whether there would ever be a day where I would actually like sports. And we both would have said, no way. But all of this to say that if I can find something I like, you can too. And there's no harm in just trying it. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a wonderful start to your week. And I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.